Hi, you've just downloaded or otherwise accessed a podcast of Cross Point Church and the teaching ministry presented through our weekly Sunday morning worship. Feel free to burn a copy of this file when you're finished and pass it along to a friend you think might also benefit from the teaching. We hope you enjoy the message today, and thanks again for taking the time to visit. So much for crazy people not getting out in single-digit temperatures, right? Um, I was out today at the grocery store, perhaps. uh, Perhaps you were there, too, because there seemed like 12 million people at the grocery store today. In fact, I had to park on the very back row at the grocery store. Every parking place besides the back row was full. And I went in, and it was, as you would expect, kind of wall-to-wall people walking around. I don't know how you arrived tonight, but <clears throat> whether it was 640 or 75 or 40 or 275, it's probably full going in both directions of folks trying to get home. If not home, trying to get to what used to be home, trying to get back to the place they knew, perhaps the place they were raised, the place that shaped the value system that they have, the, the, the place that, where they grew up and, and came of age. And they may be off someplace, and perhaps some of you may be off someplace now, living in someplace else, and have to travel back home to, 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 uh, to share the holidays with, with family and friends. I would submit to you that it's not just around the holidays. I would submit to you that there is a longing in each of us for home. We've talked uh, this month about four unbreakable, unreturnable gifts. We talked about hope. We talked about joy. We talked about peace. But I'm convinced, saved or lost, each of us has a longing for home. There's a a homing beacon in each of us that desires to get back to that place or to make the new place like the old place that we we left and came from. We're going to talk about home tonight in, in three different contexts. First, our longing for it, then our guarding it and possessing it. If you have your Bibles and you want to follow along, the scripture won't, won't be on the screen tonight, so you'll have to take my word for it or either stick your nose in your own book. Psalm, Psalm chapter 84, verses 1 to 4 says this, How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty! My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young a place near, near your altar. O Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are forever praising you. Two or three things come to mind as I, as I talk about, think about this idea of our longing for home. We long to belong. We just read that in verse 2. My soul yearns, even faints for you. There's a, there's a longing in each of us to have a place of belonging, a place of belonging to our God, and I would submit a place for belonging together as the body of Christ. There should be this longing that we have to, for, for our spiritual church or miss fellowship or miss Bible study or miss, miss our brothers and sisters. There should be that longing for, for our spiritual family and our longing to be close to God as well. Uh, we, we long to belong. We long to be close to our Lord and to each other. And the third thing I, I thought we just read about was we long to celebrate. It says they will be ever praising in your house. Um, I hope this house is a house of praise 
we just closed on it not long ago. And uh, I hope it becomes even, even more praiseworthy over the years of what God is doing in the lives of worshipers here every time we get together. I hope we are an ever-praising congregation. I hope your house, your home is an ever-praising place where the praises of God go up in your house, in the place where you live. Celebrations uh, with our Lord. We, we often go home for those kind of things. We go home for weddings. We go home for funerals. We go home for holidays. We go home for all kind of celebrations to that place we used to call home. And that longing creates us to, our desire to get back there. We long for it. And secondly, we guard it. Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 14 and 15. After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the, the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons, and your daughters, your wives, and your homes. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to his own work. And this idea of our guarding home, he speaks to their courage here. Uh, stand and fight. Remember the Lord who's great and awesome. Remember what he's done. Remember how he's shown up before. He'll show up again. Uh, if There is this track record of, we'll talk about this more next month, in a series called Fallout, Living in the Consequences of a Broken World. There is, there is this, uh, this idea that if God has done something then, he can do it again. If God has shown up here, he'll show up here and here and here and here. Why? Because we can trust his track record every time. If he's shown up before, he'll show up again. So we guard it with courage. We guard it with protection of what's most precious to our family. He says there uh, to fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. We, we guard and protect what, what's, what's family. Those are the people that matter in our world and in our life. They're worth it. Then we guard it with confidence, he says in verse 15. It says, when our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot, that God had frustrated it, we returned to the wall, each to his own work, went back at it, back shoulder to the wheel, not, saying not only can we win, we already have won. If we belong to him, we're already winners. So back to work, he says, we guard it with confidence. We long for it, we guard it, and finally we possess it. John chapter 14, verses 20 to 23. We possess this place called home. John 14, 20 to 23 says, on, the day, on, on that day, you will realize that I am, am I, I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my, my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to them. And to the world, Jesus replied, if anyone loves me, he'll obey my teaching. My Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. This idea of home is something we possess. We possess it by way of realization that we're interconnected, that we understand when we understand that Jesus is God, that the Holy Spirit is God, that the triune Godhead is, li is living not only around us, but in us, in the form of the Holy Spirit. We, we, we have that possession, have that connection, that, that supernatural connection by way of, re of realization, also by way of revelation. Talks about verse twenty one. Talks about his nature and his ways, how he does things, that how he goes about his 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 work in us and around us and through us, and we are to know each other in that same way, more more intimately, more deeply. And then he talks about possessing it by way of relationship, uh, in, in in our through in and through our obedience. Uh, there are, there are house rules more or less. 
He says, when you come to my house, you're my possession and I'm yours. Uh, there's, I, I guess I, I'm not, I don't know a lot of card games. It's, I don't play a lot of cards. It's usually because I get beat most of the time when I play cards. But going to someone else's house to play a game, board game or, or a card game or any kind of game, you usually have to figure out the house rules. And there's usually some house rules when, when, when it's game night because maybe a little home cooking in this, in this area or on this, this side of the board or on this side, that side or this side of the table, whether it's uh, regardless of what the game is. You have to understand the house rules. And that's what he's saying here. And as you make your, you're my possession. And as my possession, you make your home with me. And as you make your home with me, you understand my nature. You understand my ways. You see how I work. And you learn to walk in those ways and work in those same ways. This is you know, home, something we long for. It's something we guard and it's something we possess. If you're a mom and dad, you remember your first child. You remember how anxious you were when they were coming into the world. Between my first and second child, uh, that's when you, you no longer had to wait in the waiting room. I had to wait in the waiting room on, on my first daughter. By the time my second daughter came around, I was in the room. Now, I, it didn't do me any good to be in the room because I, I just had my wisdom teeth pulled uh, either the, the night before or that morning. And my jaws were out, looked like a chipmunk were out to here, and I was on pain medication. In fact, I don't even remember my second child being born very much. I, I do remember hearing, hearing, hearing some crying occasionally, um, or crying or singing, regardless. It might have been one or the other. But I was over in the corner in recliner, and, and our doctor said, congratulations, Dad, you got another girl. I gave him a big thumbs up, thumbs up over in the corner. That was about all I, all I could do. I was so, so drugged up and loopy. Uh, and decided I wouldn't have any more kids because I, could, I, I couldn't stand it physically. I, I just, uh, too much for me to deal with. But do you remember that? You remember your first child? You remember your first home? You remember a lot of firsts in your life? Uh, can you imagine Mary and Joseph as they they put their feet in front of themselves, one, one foot in front of the other, and just, just walk in obedience? Here's what God says is going to happen. I believe it. We're going to choose to walk in obedience. If you're like most of us, and like me, you'd have 15,000 questions. Well, how, how's this going to work? Well, are we going to come back to Nazareth? Are we going to stay in Bethlehem? What's, what's, what's going to happen? What's next? Uh, how, can we, how, how can I find work? How can I know that your, your, protect, your hand of protection is over us? Uh, God, God the Father strategically... Uh, touched and, and selected Mary and Joseph to provide his son with the gift of home while he was here. He's offering us tonight that same gift through the same son, the gift of home. I don't know if you have experienced that in, in wherever you attend church, whether it's here or someplace else, but it should feel like home to you. It should feel, feel like a place where you, when you walk in, you know you're loved, you know you're accepted, you know you're in the right place. You, you know you're, you're about to be blessed and about to engage in something that's bigger than you and broader than you. Um, because at our core, we're all trying to get home in some way or another. We're trying to find a place where we can walk in and sit down. And, and if you don't have that place, I encourage you to find that place. Uh, if you haven't found it, 
let me encourage you with these words to a songwriter I used to know. This is, because I read in the Bible that life's like a vapor. We're here, then we vanish away. And there's a family that's waiting for all the believers, and you, if you'll trust him today. Because there's a home there that's sweeter than mine can imagine, and someday I'll be headed that way. Because this isn't home to me. Just passing through, anxiously waiting for the one he'll take me to. No, this isn't home. I'm just passing through, anxiously waiting for the one he'll take me to. I wonder if you found home. Whether that's the place you live or the place you worship, those are great homes to have. If those are the only homes you have, you're going to have a longing for something more. You're going to have a longing for something deeper. You're going to have a longing for something more lasting, more eternal than those things. And I hope you do, and I hope you found it. Earthly homes are precious, and we need to guard them, guard them with all that we have. And if that's the only home we have, we're going to be really empty by the end of the day because this isn't home. It seems like home sometimes. But if you know Christ as your Savior, this isn't home. There's another place that's designed for you. In fact, it's built strategically just for you. Uh, it has your name on it. It has your uh, the things that, that, that make you feel welcome and, 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 uh, and wanted in it. And I hope you found that. If not, please don't leave this place tonight. Love as your Savior and finding heaven as your home. Nothing's more important than that. Nothing. Thanks again for listening to today's message from Cross Point Church, helping people navigate the journey toward an authentic, biblical, and contagious walk with Christ.